podcasts be changing journalism. This is the next in our ongoing series exploring the future of journalism. Podcasts exploded in popularity during the pandemic. Media companies are recognising they are at least part of our immediate future. And tech giants like Spotify and Amazon are investing in exclusive shows in the hope of attracting a different type of paying subscriber. Will this trend live on into the next decade and beyond? I'm Peter Wilkinson at the Alliance for Journalist Freedom. And Kelly Reardon was the creative lead at the ABC's audio team and oversaw the production of some of Australia's most successful podcasts. Then in July 2020, she quit to start her own podcast consultancy, Deadset Studios. So how do you see the future of podcasting? Look, I think you'll see a number of changes over the next 10 to 20 years. And one of the most significant ones will be that podcasting is going to mimic what's happening with the streaming uh, video on demand platforms, the likes of Netflix, Stan, Apple, those sorts of things, whereby you know, the the audio platforms like Spotify and Apple will start to ring fence off particular pieces of content. So you'll no longer be able to get Heavyweight, the podcast that Gimlet makes that used to be available in the open ecosystem everywhere, you'll now only be able to get that on Spotify. And I think as time goes along, as Amazon have entered the race in the last few years, you will see more and more the disintegration of the open web and much more a system where platforms have a number of exclusive shows and you pay to enter. The biggest example in the world at the moment is what's happened with Joe Rogan, one of the biggest podcasts in the world. His podcast was always available everywhere. Now it's only available on Spotify. What about the future of podcasts in the way that they are actually going to change? In the same way that when wearables um, became, you know, part of everyday life, when everyone started getting an Apple Watch and all of those things, audio is going to be built into your refrigerator and audio will be built in with your Google Home and it will tell you not just what the weather's going to be like today or whether you should turn your lights off, but it might also surface you a great story about spaghetti bolognese because you've asked for the recipe um, on your smart speaker. And similarly, everyone's walking around with, you know, earbuds these days, you know, via voice-activated software like Siri, like Google Home, Amazon Alexa, no matter where you are, you'll be able to ask the utility functions. Have I paid my bills today? Have I paid my rates? Am I behind on, you know, my schoolwork? You'll see that that audio packaged up in different ways for different purposes. So you won't even get like, you know, the traditional, here's a 30-minute podcast served up in the way we served radio. You'll get a potpourri of different types of content depending on what you've asked for and, and how much the algorithm knows about what you want to be surfaced. So where does journalism fit into that? And how will journalism change to fit into that kind of new ecosystem? I think it's two things. There'll always be a place for, you know, credible, newsworthy information. And that will continue in that sort of immersive storytelling way that it's just happening in your earbuds instead of in your newspaper or on your tablet. But I think the difference that will happen is that journalism with a capital J, um, you used to follow the taxonomy in a newspaper where you knew what the headline was and what the most important story was because the taxonomy of a newspaper told you the story on the front was the most important and as you went further back, you got the less important information. The internet has destroyed that. 
So it's all about tailoring and personalising content and you no longer have clues as an audience member about what's important and what's not. And we've seen that in the social media space with the way Facebook surfaces certain types of content or Twitter creates an echo chamber around certain types of content. You'll see the same thing happen in audio because the algorithms continue to drive it. I think the thing we risk in that is you know, does that content, it might look like news content or credible information, but has it been fact-checked? Is it rigorous? Has it been first-hand, a first-hand account or is it reporting on someone who reported that someone reported that someone reported? So I think the quality of news generally could slip in that in that sort of environment. So how do we manage that then? The thing that excites me, the possibility there is that independent journalism starts to flourish again. You know, we've saw the shift in the last 50 years from, you know, lots of little organisations, little newspapers to multinational global brands. You couldn't hang in the the game if you're a little guy. I think over time in the next 20 to 30 years in journalism and in audio, there will be a place for those smaller organisations to come about again because that niche or or personalised content is what someone's going for, even if it's in the news space. The other thing is I just wonder if podcasts haven't got a limited life because they're too slow and the younger audience hasn't got time for real-time information absorption. There's podcasts that are five minutes long. Um, There's podcasts that are designed to slip into your life. Equally, there's a real appetite for long-form, deep-dive, serialised narratives, you know, like Serial, um, like This American Life and all those podcasts that are some of the best and most loved in the world. Um, And I think part of it is also around how that audio gets used. Certainly um, the ability to make it quickly um, is always a challenge, but, you know, short form video, any of those sorts of things take as much sort of time to make. But I guess the other thing is there's lots of technology solutions to this. So we're already seeing podcasts that are specifically built to run out at double speed. And we're seeing the apps put that function on it. So if you just want information, you want it fast, you put it on triple speed, you know, you digest it. So I think that experimentation will continue. Very interesting. Kelly, thank you very much. Thanks for having me. 